Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 8.45, quarter till 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Americans say one thing on Face the Nation because she's speaking to a national audience as well as people that are from here. And I guess most of the people that heard it, if you look at raw numbers, won't realize that she was at best stretching the truth, at worst, bold-faced lying. Um, Graham Ryan joins us now, President of Lakeview Crime Prevention District. Good morning, Graham. How are you? Hey, Tommy. Doing well. Thanks for having us on. We appreciate it. How are things in Lakeview? Uh, things in Lakeview are about the same as uh, you would expect across the city. Um, when you talk to neighbors, you're hearing the same things that you're hearing across the city and across kind of the greater New Orleans area. People are frustrated, tired of the finger pointing, tired of Tired of what? You broke up a little bit. You broke up a little bit, Graham. Tired of the finger pointing and tired of what? Tired of the finger pointing, tired of the talking. um, But most of the folks have really switched over to to problem-solving mode. Um, I think a lot of the folks are encouraged by what they're seeing out of the city council right now with Mm -hmm. kind of a a bottom-up approach. Uh, Folks are encouraged by um, civic groups and nonprofits and businesses coming together, which you see with the NOLA coalition. Um, and really folks are, are focused on what they can do at the neighborhood level and not relying on other folks to come in and kind of save the day. And that's really what we're doing with the crime prevention district in Lakeview. And a lot of other neighborhoods have those, um, but that gives citizens, neighbors, an opportunity to really focus on their neighborhood and keeping their neighborhood safe. But, you know, what, what I always wondered about with the crime prevention district, and I'm not trying to be flippant about this at all, Graham, is extra cheese on a pizza or extra syrup on a snowball. How do you know that you're not getting what you should have gotten before, but now you're just paying for it because of the the crime district? Do you understand what I'm saying? That NOPD wouldn't say, okay, well, they got a, a crime district there or they have their um, security district, so then we can take officers from there and put them somewhere else. Is that a concern? Yeah, that, that's right. So so what you're asking is whether, you know, the fact that we're getting supplemental police presence, is that taking away or are they taking away the pre-existing police presence that otherwise would have been there? Right. Um, we have checks and balances in place to confirm that. Um, the answer is no, we are not seeing any decrease in kind of the pre-existing NOPD presence from the third district or, or sector one, which is our particular neighborhood. Um as most of your listeners might know, so like kind of a crime prevention district, the way it works is it's a legislative creation, and the borders roughly mirror that of the neighborhood. And the mission is to keep the neighborhood safe through supplemental police presence. And what we do to, to get supplemental patrols in there is we contract with off-duty NOPD officers, and we make sure that their officers who have been working Lakeview in our neighborhood for decades – people who have a connection to Lakeview, either because they work there or they live there, and they have some sort of kind of dedication to the neighborhood. So it's not folks who are, you know, from out of town or some private uh, security company 
coming in and just roving around. These are folks who are dedicated to Lakeview, and we make sure that each officer uh, knows that we're relying on them to keep the neighborhood safe. With the personnel shortages at NOPD, have you had any problems filling those uh, positions? That's a great question. So we meet monthly on the fourth Thursday of a month um, in our neighborhood, and we have um, one sergeant come and give us a 30-minute detailed report of the crime statistics and trends of the prior month. Mm -hmm. And one of the first questions we ask is, I want to go through all the shifts and want to know, have you been unable to fill any of the shifts? And out of the four or five shifts throughout a day, you know, multiply that by roughly 30 days um, in, in a month, they've indicated that they've had trouble uh, filling only one p- potential shift uh, a week, and they've deployed additional resources to come in. They're going to actively recruit from the entire third district to pull officers in uh, to fill that shift. And in addition, as a backstop, what we're doing is we're um, in active discussions with other agencies, other groups to come in um, should we need that additional manpower. But right now, um, we, we don't we don't foresee that we will need that. It would seem like the fact that they are either patrolling the third district already or have ties to that area and know the area, that is solid gold. That is everything. That is exactly right. And I'll tell you, just last week, we had an LCPD officer on patrol um, literally save someone's uh, life. And it was not a a crime occurring. It was a medical call to 911. And because we have 911 linked in directly to our LCPD, we had a three-minute response Mm -hmm. time. I believe it was just under three minutes. Um, And you won't see that anywhere else in the city. Uh, We have dedicated officers. And because we had a three-minute response time, an officer was able to show up and and literally save someone's life. What you're talking about is because, and correct me if I'm wrong, Graham, but because of the extra tax that you put on yourselves and that you pay in the district being created, now you have a fully staffed community-based policing effort, correct? That's right. And it's really driven by the neighbors. It's driven by the citizens Um, The LCPD is governed by 11 volunteer neighbors. No one gets paid. These aren't elected officials. These are neighbors who live in the neighborhood who are who meet monthly with the officers and the sergeants to make sure that they're doing their job. Let me take a break because it seems like this is as we talk about old models, new models. This is a model that works. And I just wonder if that could be a model for the rest of the city. We're talking to Graham Ryan, president of Lakeview Crime Prevention District, about um, what residents are seeing. I know they're fed up with crime just like everybody else is and how effective this or preventative, I should say, the uh, crime prevention district is. Or are they still seeing cars broken into, stolen vehicles, et cetera? 851, 9 till 9, traffic now, WWL. 856, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Graham Ryan, president of Lakeview Crime Prevention District. So, Graham, with uh, community-based policing properly staffed, which is what you have with the security district in Lakeview, are you still seeing um, how big of a crime concern do you have in the people of Lakeview? You're still seeing cars broken into, cars being stolen, et cetera? Uh, We are. Look, it's not stamping out crime completely, obviously, Crime statistics within a particular neighborhood are influenced by a lot of outside factors. Mm -hmm. Um, But based on the statistics, what we can see is that we have officers responding immediately. We have lower response times um, on average than the rest of the city. 
Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we've got folks patrolling our neighborhood actively um, who know the neighborhood, who either live or work in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, they, they are dedicated to that. And we've, we've seen um, an increased sense of security around there. Um, the first half of January, we've seen um, a, kind of a, a lower amount of car burglaries. That's too short of a time frame to really uh, give us any insight into any trend. But, you know, we're hopeful going forward uh, that we'll, we'll see a decreased trend. Did you see the mayor on Face the Nation on Sunday? Um, I did. I watched a little bit of it uh, uh, recorded. Do you think she was at all out of touch with reality? Look, I'm going to stay at all that, Tommy. Um, I'm going to focus on what we can do on, on the neighborhood level. Uh, this is something that uh, the citizens want. They don't want the finger pointing. They don't want the politics. They want action. And but, but I would somebody, encourage everybody. Okay. Go ahead, Tommy. I was just going to say somebody has to be responsible, right? I mean, it, it, finger pointing is one thing, responsibility. Sometimes those lines can get blurred. What do the people, generally speaking, of Lakeview feel about? Are they recall friendly or do you know? Um, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to everybody. I mean, you'll probably find a good mix. Uh, I've talked to several people who have, have signed the recall, but some who have not. Um, but, you know, the primary thing that you are hearing from folks when you talk to them about crime is, mm-hmm. what can I do? People don't want to point a finger at somebody and blame somebody. People want to know, what can I do? And what I tell folks when they ask that is, talk to the people that you know who are involved at the neighborhood level. Um, ask if you have a security district. Ask when they meet, go to the meetings, ask tough questions, ask what kind of reporting they're getting from their patrols or their uh, security officers, ask to see the budget and make sure that every dollar that they're paying is invested into something that's actually showing results. How much do people in Lakeview pay for this crime prevention district? Pay about $12.50 a month. Uh, So for the price of two cups of coffee, or maybe that's one cup of coffee nowadays, Mm -hmm. I don't know, um, you're getting at least two to four supplemental patrol officers um, 24-7. And as we said, we kind of have the statistics on the lower response time um, and obviously the crime deterrent effect from having an increased law enforcement presence. You think that's um, a I think Lakeview – Go ahead. I, I was going to say I think Lakeview, that, that price is about the lowest or the second lowest in the entire city. I want to say there's upwards of 20 crime prevention districts currently throughout the city. Um, and, you know, the voters within that particular district are going to be the ones who vote in a particular uh, amount for that district to, to allocate out uh, for supplemental security. Thank you, Graham. I appreciate your time. Good luck to you all. Graham Ryan, President of Lakeview Crime Prevention District. When we come back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.